Hey everybody, welcome to Side Scrolls, uh, a semi-weekly a podcast where a couple friends get together. I'm your host, Robert Shockey, and joining me today is Heidi Soto. Hey! And Christian Ranches. We're werewolves, not werewolves. Wait, I get it wrong. I was too focused on trying to do the New Zealand accent, and then I got the word switched up. I heard, and it's funny because of the accent, I heard huevos, and I was like, what? What does this have anything to do with the huevos and eggs? Like, what? Yeah, that was okay. That's the intro. Yeah, yeah, that that works right there. There's no way you're gonna get trying to do uh, do that again. Oh, fair enough, fair enough. Um, <laughs> I actually that one time that, that episode before that I had to edit, it actually went pretty smooth. I, I was surprised. Oh, like where you put like our conversation at well, the yeah, end? I, I like mixed everything, and then I I, I changed that whole fire emblem thing. Uh, right. Yeah, that I, was pretty smooth. That. That was pretty smooth. I took all that out. And then how I like introduced it last time, I thought it was funny. It gave me a chuckle, so I did it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Heidi. <laughs> what is it like? Okay, Heidi, just uh, tell me how you feel, but do it in a tone that is complete opposite of uh, how I actually feel. So. What? Yeah, that was good. Because I, like, I, I was like, trying to remember, like, this, is that how it went when... As an intro, like I, I mean, we didn't even do an intro. So yeah, we did it. So yeah. So then, out. so then, yeah. When Rob was just like saying that, and you just hear I just go fired up, and I'm like, "Is that how it happens? I don't remember <laughs> it happening like that." <laughs> it was a really smooth. It was really smooth. Uh, your your editing I skill. Oh, really? I have not re- uh, listened to it yet. I'm sorry. Oh, it's all right. <laughs> I yeah, need to. Like the one thing I had to do though is I had to change the uh, the whole Fire Emblem talk because I realized like even if like you guys haven't played a game and I'm talking about it, please like interrupt me and ask like a question or or two because like when it's just like me talking for, like ten <laughs> minutes or twenty minutes, it's like sometimes I zone out. Sometimes it's yeah. like <laughs> my eyes glaze over a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it's it's because I think I just have no idea yeah. what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'll type so in. I don't know what kind of question I can ask. So I know I'm because I'll like, I'll even put it on YouTube. I'll put in like Fire Emblem or whatever game that I don't know what you're talking about, mm-hmm. and I'll just like look at it and just hear you talking. I'm like I have no idea where to go with this. You know, mm-hmm. I'll just be like, oh, it looks good. Like that's really all I can add. I'm just like that's stupid. <laughs> you know, like so. It's good. Yeah. I can't be like, oh yeah, this looks like a good game, you know, because that's all I have to offer, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'll give it a, I'll give it a go again <laughs> and see if I can get better at asking questions. <laughs> all right, because I think that's like one thing I can usually do is when you guys are talking about games, I can find questions to ask you guys. Uh, just yeah, but you mostly played them. Yeah. yeah. 
So yeah. I'm like I said, like, but when I was like, I was talking and I knew, I knew it was bad when Heidi was like messaging, like, I think we've talked about this game for long enough. Like, that's, it's kind of like, okay, like, fine. Next time we're gonna, we gotta make it more jokey too. Just be like, I think the fire in this emblem is going out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not the most subtle touch, but yeah. it would work, I guess. <laughs> okay, should I feel like this fire emblem is flickering? Is that is that better? It's like, <laughs> well, subtle is not really like. It's funny, like subtle is not our strong suit because usually when I say something subtle, you guys don't catch it, and when you say something subtle, I don't catch it. So <laughs> usually, I mean, sometimes we... you just gotta hit us, hit me with a hammer on that. <laughs> <laughs> Andre is the funniest though when it comes to that because I feel like Andre doesn't get a lot of like the context of our jokes, yeah, or like or or he'll hear something wrong. Like that's why like the whole he'll always hear for some reason every time we say something he hears like Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, like has something to do with it. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah, like <Him> Arnold. <laughs> what were we talking about? Like he heard True Lies or something, and he thought of the Arnold. Sw- he thought he thought we were talking about. True no, you're Lies talking about Kindergarten Cop, and then he was like, yeah. this is Chopper," and then yeah. was like, "No, that is definitely not the right movie." <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> oh God, it made me laugh so much. Yeah, it's pretty good. What do you call? It? You said you call it popcorn frights. Is that what it is? Yes. Yes, oh the popcorn, God, the so popcorn frights fun. film festival. I know, I know, I've been calling it fright nights on like the message, but it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, I mean, I like that name too, but yeah. it's definitely it's like the biggest um, horror film festival in the region. So yeah, like, it like in has, the southeast, yeah. Yeah, so, so it it has like um, world premieres and uh, East Coast premieres, Florida premieres. So it's a pretty big deal. It was really cool because, you know, like, I, I didn't realize this, but that I did, like, they they had been, this is their fifth year going, but it's only their second year in um, in Las Olas, in downtown Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So I thought that was really cool because, like, the first year that I went was their first year doing it in Fort Lauderdale when um, uh, me, Fabian, and Damaris watched uh, Anna, and the, Anna and the Apocalypse, which was a really, really, I liked it. Like, Fabian liked it. It was a really funny, funny um Rom, so, what do you call it? Rom-com, zombie, musical, apocalypse movie. It was really awesome. <laughs> all right, so let, let, let's 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 kind of go into like the this the I keep wanting to say fright nights, but the popcorn fright. So let, let's talk to me like how long is it? Like is it's a yearly thing, right? It's it's a yeah every year they host it, and I guess it's in August, and it's ten day festival film festival. Mm-hmm. So it'll start off with I guess their biggest um, or most known movie production which in this case it was haunt and that was the um the reason why is because it was produced by eli roth and the writers of the film happened to also write a quiet place which i'm sure you've heard of i, so, heard, I haven't watched it yet but yeah, yeah. It's that was, great. That was a good one. That was a really good one. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> it's, it's, Heidi, I don't know how you do this, but it's like that. Yeah, it's great. Like, that's why I can't understand when you're being sarcastic or not. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> no, I'm being completely serious. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really like the movie. She's gonna start adding like more adjectives. Like I really, really like it. We're like, okay, okay, Heidi, you really, really like it. It's <laughs> like um, it's like sarcastic guy. I'm telling you, I sometimes I'm like the Dave Foley character in uh, Kids in the Hall, and it's like sarcastic guy. I really want to be your friend. <laughs> sometimes they actually need you to spell it out when you're being genuine or not no I'm, I'm being completely genuine <laughs> and I'm telling you this movie was excellent and yeah. that's how they first started and it was a world premiere which is another huge like thing yeah, now, plus, are you talking about The Haunt they, or Quiet Place talking is, about Haunt, uh, haunt. Yeah, haunt. The, the movie that they apparently wrote they apparently wrote this script around the same time that they were writing a quiet place yeah and then the very you know the even cooler was that they had the the, the directors the writers slash directors were there of haunt and they had um three of the actors were there also so yeah. we were able to do like a q a with them and we, we got pictures with everybody from the cast that was there yeah you know? and it was a really i mean well, that's yeah, stuff was, you should uh post on the instagram and stuff that'd be pretty cool yeah. Yes, going yeah. to be doing that soon. Yeah, and it's uh, being on Friday the thirteenth next month. Yeah, we're all going to go watch it again to like support yes. it because oh. it was. We were going over like the thing, the cool thing. I mean, like popcorn frights. Like, yeah, like Heidi said, it takes over ten days. They show like at least two movies, if not more. Like every day for like nine four, days. Four movies. Yeah, up to four movies, and they had wow. short films attached to that. You know, like, we didn't get to attend them all, but we attended a pretty good amount of them. I attended yeah. ten. I, I, I watched eight. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, so you, do you want to go through, like, kind of give, like, a brief synopsis on what you thought of each of the movies? Or, uh, I mean, it tends a lot, but that's fine. Like, <laughs> Well, we both kind of agreed on our top three yeah, uh, for this definitely. film festival, except definitely. the order is different. So for right. me, I thought my favorite was called Villains, and it actually was the one that won the audience award. And I guess the um, the people who were judging also chose the that movie Villains, mm -hmm. and it's um, that that one is opening, I believe, in late September too. Do you remember if it? If yeah, that, you said. Like yeah, it was late. Yeah, it was late. I think it was late. Yeah, I know oh, it was yeah. late. Okay, so, so what what is it about, and like what did you like about like okay, why so did it appeal to you guys? I want to like, like when we describe villains, like I don't want to give like too much. Yeah, away, yeah, no, that's no, fine. Like, but yeah, I wouldn't I want you to. Well, we can, but yeah, we could totally give like a brief a brief overview of it. So, um, go yeah, go ahead, Heidi, because like this is your this is your number one. So you go. Ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um. So it's uh like two kind of young kids who are trying to make a getaway and um, they end up in a house and they just come across two other people who are Kira Sedgwick and uh, ooh, Jeffrey, Donovan. Jeffrey Donovan from Burn Notice yeah. um, and they discover something and it's just the basically the four of them it's a really simple setup it's just one house that it takes place in the whole mm -hmm. time and you just see parts of the house like in the basement and um this room and it's just the four of them uh dealing with one another right and and it's, it's a, a very yeah, yeah it becomes a very amusing like battle of wits and battle of wills yeah 
<laughs> it's it's excellent though. This was by far my favorite. Like I knew that it was going to be hard to beat. Mm. Um, so that one I definitely would watch again in the theater. Mm. I know that this was the East Coast premiere because I know it premiered world like the world premiere was in South by Southwest. So um, that's uh, coming up ne late next month, and then. My second favorite was a movie called In Fabric. And mm -hmm. this one, um, it's a little more like a 1970s kind of Italian horror film. Oh, it's exactly so, like a 1970s Italian yeah. horror film. <laughs> I mean, there's some, it's just excellent. I mean, the way that it's shot, everything, like the style, the uh, wardrobe, all of it. I mean, yeah, I just, like so. Like, can you give me an example of a 1970s Italian horror film? Because well, I, I don't know. Like yeah, exactly. Like, like you talk, talk about like Suspiria. Yeah, something like that. So it's kind of like along those lines. It's yeah. very like um, it's very it's all about like a lot of atmosphere, uh, yeah. a lot of um, you know like like colors. It's very vibrant. A lot yeah. of colors will hit you, and a lot of imagery will hit you, and it almost feels like, like, like uh, illusionary, like hallucinatory. But right. it's That's all about, yeah. It just evokes all these feelings just from from image alone. But it's very effective. Um, yeah, like in fabric, just to give like a, like the barest, the bare bonest uh, uh, um, description of it is that there's just there's a dress, and then there's people that interact with this dress, and this dress may be cursed or evil or have ill intent and then yeah you just go through the motions of seeing what happens to the people that interact with this dress and it sounds like really weird to say it like that but the, like i said when you when you tie that into like the 70s italian horror aesthetic it, it's it was so good yeah it's excellent so that was my second favorite and then hot was my third which is the one that we were just talking about with the the two right. screenwriters that were there yeah, so the way that so in yeah. my order, so they I'll I'll go with because Haunt was my number one. Haunt was my number one, and Haunt is essentially it takes place like you have you know around Halloween you have all those haunted houses that you can go to and everything. You have a group of friends that they decide to go and check out one of these haunted houses, and it's a very like it's a very basic, not basic. It's a very straightforward plot. These kids go into the haunted house. It's not what it seems, and things happen to them. Mm -hmm. But just like the the way it was done, the the acting was actually very well done. The all the um, all the effects were practical, or like ninety nine percent practical. I think there was okay. like maybe maybe like two or three special effects shots. Um, but the directing was really well done. The writing was well done. They had really mm -hmm. good um, villains, you know, which you need. And of course, like the you have to you have to. I think you have to care about the characters. If you don't care about the characters, you can get like some enjoyment by watching characters or just like like you know bare, um, cardboard cutout characters get killed off or whatever it may be. But the fact that you kind of cared about each character was also a very cool thing. And then the villains, you liked the villains in the piece too because you thought they were very interesting and actually very um, creepy, which I thought. Yeah, was. I thought you know what it reminded me of a bit a little like House of a Thousand Corpses. But not as yeah, but that's like, the, like not as crazy. Right. It was like House of a Thousand Corpses, but well done. No offense to Rob. <laughs> yeah, Zong, yeah. But it was a well done <laughs> yeah. House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe maybe it'll be a little bit more palatable pal palatable for me then, because I definitely wasn't a big fan of 
Hostile. I, I mean, <laughs> the problem with that movie is that I felt like shit after watching that movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not... the, thing about, the thing about House of a Thousand Corpses for me is that it wasn't like you didn't. I didn't care like the 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 protagonists, you know, like the the mm. innocents as you want to call them. You didn't really care about them, you know. Um, yeah. And then like his like Rob Zombie, like it was his first. It was his first, I believe, right? I believe it was his yeah. first film. And he just had like a very, you know, music video shooting style, which everything was like a thousand cuts in yeah. in, in ten seconds. So you really yeah. couldn't focus on anything. You know, when yeah. he did when he did um Devil's Rejects, it was so good because he actually shot it way like a movie. better. Yeah. Oh my god, way better. Yeah. yeah I just so. I just like remember like the w- one scene I really didn't like at all in, in the first one or was how when he was going to kill like the father like the cop they went mm-hmm. to go investigate finding his daughter and how it just lasted forever before he finally shot him like it just yeah. that it took way too long I, yeah I and then there's a way you I mean, that's the thing there's a way you could do it you know there's a way that you could like prolong that kind of thing and it builds you know instead of building like exasperation it builds tension you know and that's that's not what he was doing I mean, that's right. not the way he shot it um, but yeah, like Haunt was definitely my number one. Number two for me was Villains. I really like everyone. Like the thing is, everyone was looking forward to Villains so much. It was like I think it was like definitely one of their bigger premieres, if not their biggest premiere. Yeah, we're and, out. and it didn't disappoint at all. Like not one person was disappointed in that theater that watched the movie. What? Um, and then the thing with Haunt is that like people were just like, okay, the writers, the writers of A Quiet Place. Okay, that's all they really knew about the movie, kind of a thing, and. Yeah, it really, it really caught, it really caught me off guard. It really, you know, it pleasantly surprised me a lot. So that's why I put it on my number one. Villains was number two, and then In Fabric was number three because I just love the way that movie was shot. That's true because um, because Haunt, it was the world premiere. They didn't want to put out any sort of trailer or even a a teaser, Mm -hmm. and it was different from the other two because they already had been. Uh, through their premiere so there was already a trailer out and you kind of got an idea but haunt really was something that we weren't sure what to expect so yeah. it was it was a very pleasant surprise yeah well that's pretty neat like uh now in this festival or any is it all just like like straight up horror or is it like horror comedy or yeah there's horror comedy like, yeah what's it called like, like the a house slither. yeah yes. or something like that yes like, there is. There was one called Satanic Panic that was uh, one of those that was pretty <laughs> ridiculous. And it's a pizza girl who has to deliver pizza way out there in like the you know the top one percent type of neighborhood, and mm. realizes that she ends up in this big mansion where a gathering is taking place with Rebecca Romaine, who's the leader, and basically it is a satanic cult. Um, and you find you see Jerry O'Connell in the movie. He's just right. he has a, a ridiculous scene. Uh, but yeah, that was meant to be comedic, and I believe Fangoria was behind that one. So and that I mean, was a big was that was a big premiere too, right? It was, was. It was pretty a bit. Yeah, it was a pretty popular one as well. It was one that I was about to skip out on because it's not my style, but I actually was entertained with it, so I was glad I stuck stuck with it. And yeah, then, of course, there are some that were really, really bad. 
but <laughs> well, we have to talk about that because, like, I mean, yeah. okay, so like we said, like, like Heidi, <laughs> Heidi saw, Heidi saw ten movies. I saw eight movies. You know, and oh, for the most part, like, we were very, very pleasantly surprised. But then, the quality, yeah. But it was it funny was... because, like, the, it was literally the second, you know, the third day of the festival, <laughs> and it was the first movie that we watched on the third day of the festival, and I was the one that like kind of sold it. To, to Heidi and Fabian because I'm just like oh wow it's called Itsy Bitsy and I'm just like oh based on the and you know like I wonder what Itsy Bitsy is about, about? Yeah. Yeah. can you guess what the monster is <laughs> but I was like based on the trailer it it, it, it got me because I'm just like oh yeah it kind of reminded me of like a mix between like um, ghoulies or like critters and like arachnophobia. It looked like an eighties kind of. I'm, I'm about to say you're selling me on this because I yeah, like all those exactly. things. That's why, that's why we all three went. <laughs> Thanks, Christian, because oh we talked God. about it this way. Yes, but see, I should have been the one hyping the movie for them, but then I'd also have to apologize after the movie was done. You know, so uh, yeah, it was just it. It definitely was not the movie that I was sold. No. <laughs> the, tra- the trailer put I the- was concerned after this film. Yeah. Because it was the third day, yeah. which was the second time, the second day that we were able to make it. So Haunt was the first day. I wasn't able to make it to any of the movies the second day. And then the third day, this was my second you know, time going to the film. So it's the second film I watched in this <laughs> film festival. Yeah. So when I saw oh, wow. it, I was like, oh, my God. It went from, the, like, the bar is so low. Like, I thought there is so, like, I... I was really concerned with the quality. <laughs> that you know, that's, that's, I didn't even. Yeah, you're right. I didn't even think about that because I went the first day with 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 Heidi and Fabian, and then the second day I was able to go and I watched this movie called Bloodline, which I really enjoyed. It had Sean William Scott as like a, a serial killer, you know, like Stifler, Stifler from American yeah, Pie, yeah. being a serial killer. So just, you know, people are just like Stifler, and I'm like, yeah, it actually worked out really well. So my bar was good. I'm like, okay, first first movie was amazing. Second movie, I was very entertained, and then of course, yeah, I didn't realize that for Heidi, this would be her second movie. So yeah, to go into itsy bitsy and getting what we got. Oh my god, <laughs> we were all three of us like didn't, and the director was there too. That's yeah, the, and it that... was a world premiere. That made it so rough. <sighs> I was so worried. Yeah. Limited. So, so, so what was it about? It just like the creature effects, or can you guess or? what the monster is? I'm assuming. I can it's tell a... you, it's not a water spout. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm assuming it's like an arachnophobia type thing, but like a really cheesy one. Uh, See, but cheesy, cheesy, cheesy would make it entertaining. Yeah, right? and it was not. It was like not it took a- it, it, it. Yeah, it's all about like it is. It's about a, a giant spider, not giant like like huge like fifty feet, but like a giant spider. And it, t- it the movie took itself way too seriously. It tried to create like a family drama. It tried to create like a like like a spider mythology with you know? like an Indiana Jones sort of background. Yeah. And everything, yeah, it went all over the place and none of it was well done, so it wasn't very focused. The only thing that was really good about it to me was, like, the actual spider. Like, I thought, because, like, they, their main focus, the, the director said afterwards that they focus a lot on the practical effects. They focus a lot on the animatronic um, mm-hmm. element of it. And the spider was well done, but that was literally the only good thing about the movie was the spider. Yeah. Um, 
you and know, they and had I just, some quality actors in there too. That's right. They had uh, God, uh, Bruce Davidson. Um, he was actually Senator Kelly, if you remember from the first X Men movie. He was the one that turned into water. He got irradiated by by. Oh, okay, Snow. yeah. He yeah. was there, and they had uh, God. What's her name? Something Crosby, Dana. Crosby? Th- thank you, Denise. Denise Crosby. Denise Crosby. Yeah, she was. She's most well known for being in the first season of um, Star Trek: The Next Generation. Uh, I can't remember her name, but she was actually killed off like fairly early. But you know, she was a security oh, officer. She, uh, yeah, I think I know who you're talking about. Like, because I think I read an article about that. Yeah. So if you saw yeah. her face, you'd know who I was talking about. But yeah. Mm. But yeah, it was like I mean, I just felt really bad because the director was there. He did a Q and A. We did I was, not want to say anything. Yeah, um, I was so worried that someone was going to ask a question to make him feel like bad or uncomfortable because like I was feeling it, you know. Um, but I'm glad like people were very respectful. You know, like I, I like you know I liked how the crowd you know the crowd treated him with a lot of respect because of course it's hard to make a movie. It's not no one tries yeah. to make a bad movie. So I think they gave him a lot of you know respect and consideration and it's just. You know, like just watching that movie, and then like he was there for the other movies, and the other mm. movies, I, I, you know, we we missed the second one, which was called Daniel Isn't Real, which was supposed to be like a really like head trippy kind of movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. Then we came, and then we came back for um for villains, and it's just like the reception that we heard about for Daniel Isn't Real, and of course the reception to villains. I can only imagine like how the, the oh director. Oh my god. Felt. It was like yeah. a, it was all over the place. Like I, it went from way low, the lowest you could possibly go to like the highest. I, I was just like, my emotions that day were just <laughs> all over the place. See, and that's why you know, in some ways, you can thank me genuinely and not sarcastically, I because guess. you know, I I took you and Fabian on a roller coaster. You sure did. You <laughs> sure did. And thankfully, well, the roller coaster crazy. ended high, though. The roller coaster ended oh, up, not, thank- not down. But yeah. Yeah, but I'm like I said, it sounds like everything you've done, like overall, you guys really enjoyed like your experience. And I don't know, I think it's like sometimes watching like a really bad horror movie, you still have that experience to make fun of it afterwards, uh, even if, if there was that, a lot and, of groaning. Yeah, but that's true. Like, that, but that's the only thing. The only thing that made it um, that, that that's what makes you like like really appreciate. You know, and like really look into detail of what makes a movie, you know, like when, because you see bad movies, and you're just like, oh, okay, but you'll like chuckle or you're like, you, you'll be amused by something. Like the fact that we were watching this movie, and I feel really bad, like I'm tearing it down, like I hope, <laughs> but yeah, I just. Had, yeah, but there was no, like, okay, I'm, I'm, it's just the directing. I think a lot of it was really the directing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You had yeah. quality actors. Okay, this, that Denise Crosby was in Pet Cemetery. That's and right. I completely Dolly, forgot she was in that. Yeah. And Dolly Dearest, which I, that was the first movie I ever watched, the first horror movie I ever watched. And so, mm. like, those, like, she has that background in, and she has, and she's Bing Crosby's granddaughter. I mean, like, come on. Right. You right. have to, <laughs> that's a bar set right there. Yeah. <laughs> you had, like, those two talents, and this, I mean, what came out of it, I just don't. Yeah. It, it was directing. It was a lot. Of, I think it was mostly the the directing. Yeah, I mean, hopefully he learns from it. The guy seems like he really, you know, he really want he like he he cares about what he's making. He's not like I don't care about this movie. He obviously tried his best, right? Um, you know, but yeah, the thing is like, it's just you could tell. You could. It's just amazing to me. Like you know, when you watch a movie like that, and you're you can't even be 
for me, you can't. I couldn't even be like genuinely entertained by it because I was just so distracted by by everything I was seeing. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> it was. Uh, I couldn't buy it. But anyway, but overall, just to go overall, it was on, amazing. It the was experience amazing. itself was amazing. I am so. I can gladly say that no other movie was like that. I saw an incredible <laughs> Venezuelan zombie movie that was filmed in Venezuela, and it was amazing as well was called infection uh the satanic panic was good the um there like almost everything else that i watched there i was very happy with there was just one other movie and i almost feel bad bashing it because it was filmed locally yeah and and that's the thing about it but we have to we have to talk about it because i've been waiting a week to hear about it to hear about about this movie um Uh, it's it's called called, grave digger yeah grave digger the grave digger. Now the story, the, the story behind like the movie, like it's really like the the story is really cool because you have this local like Fort Lauderdale theater director. She owns or she she like leases or, or was it she like leases like a small a small theater that she does like live plays like horror themed plays, which I thought was really awesome. And then what she did was like she got the funding and she literally tore apart her her theater to create all the stages like the the stage for her movie to make her own movie and she had written it and she directed it and it was her her premiere so i was like very excited and very like enthusiastic about this indie director lady like like you know doing everything on her own and then i then heidi got to see it (laughs) yeah and it was sold out that was the other thing it's a world premiere it was sold out everybody wanted to support it because you know, it was local, and uh, even the Sun Sentinel had done an article on this. She had been on TV, everything. So I sat through it, and I just couldn't believe. I mean, it really was like a stage play on the big screen, mm-hmm. and you would just. But it was, it was the the style was very stiff. Um, it wasn't very natural. The acting, the costume design wasn't quite <laughs> that interesting either. <laughs> and um, the sets were just—I I just was very—you could tell it was on a on a budget, like really on a budget. And I felt bad. I just—I was like, I wanted to try and like it, but I almost fell asleep a number of times. I saw the people next to me. They were like, "Man, this is." This is bad. <laughs> <laughs> like when but, your when your shoestring budget is actual shoestrings. Yeah, then. yeah. I really wanted to like it, but no, I just I couldn't. I just I mean, and I stayed for every Q and A because I thought, oh, that's a respectful thing to do. That one, I just I like booked it. You booked it. <laughs> yeah. Like I I was in the inside of the row, so I went. <laughs> every single person to get out because not i was the only one exiting my row and i was like i gotta go <laughs> like i made everybody like move so i can get out <laughs> oh man yeah so i mean you know support you used to do you supported a local a local um movie maker so there's that you did that you did your part yeah but i like i said uh <laughs> I guess you can't win them all on these, and you know, unfortunately, not all of them like really. Yeah, good. and that's why I feel bad too. Like that was like that was Heidi's last movie. You know, her her last movie did end on like a 
not the best note. At least like the last movie I the last movie I saw was with her, which was in fabric, you know, and then I had to go. Um, but then yeah, so for her last movie to be Gravedigger, it's uh kind of rough, I think. Well, well, it does it does does seem like an interesting experience because I've never been to any type of like film festival or anything like that. Is there any others like throughout the year that you guys kind of like are trying to go to or looking forward to? Well, the big one that we've been trying to go to for like what two years now is uh, Toronto. <laughs> we really want to do the Toronto, yeah, International Film Festival, and is whether it's been like scheduling or you know just like just work or whatever we haven't been able to or like oh no, last year it was um it was the hurricane the storm was, preve- yeah exact, this, it yes. was hurricane irma that prevented me from going two years ago yeah and i had tickets and plane tickets i mean i had i had like enough for 10 movies to watch and uh, then i had i gave it all away to my friend in toronto that like yeah that hurts that's like right in the heart <laughs> yeah yep Oh, but one last thing I want to go like to go back to popcorn frights. I had to give all like a lot of credit to the short films. Yeah, it's good. Like, They're really good. Yeah, yeah. We had our. We, I think we both agreed on the favorite. We I think we had the same favorite. Which one? Mannequins. Yes. Yeah. The, for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> Super weird and amazing. Yeah, but also it's self-explanatory. Like I'm not going to say anything else. Like the movie. Yeah. The the short film is called Mannequins, and that's all you need to know. Yeah, but it was really well done. <laughs> I would love for you to to watch that, Robert. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll, I definitely. I mean, especially like it's a lot easy. It's a lot more uh, easier for me to watch like a short film or whatnot than like a feature length film nowadays. But. Yeah, this is this will be up your alley. <laughs> uh, I I say that I'm sure it doesn't have any connection to the was it the 1980s film mannequin. No, that uh, okay. does not. There's not different, at different Oh, uh, no Kim Cattrall, no Andrew McCarthy. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've, uh, I've, uh, mostly like what I've been doing is uh, I'm still hooked on Fire Emblem, but I've been binge watching like a lot of like shows on Netflix now. There's a couple of shows that just came out that I'm, I've really been enjoying. Uh, I saw, uh, season two of Mindhunter. Oh, cool. I really enjoyed that. Oh, I, I have to watch that. Oh, the I first- saw that. The yeah, first the f- season was real. Did you see the first season? I saw the first season. Yeah, I like the yeah. first season a lot. I think the first season's better just because the person that plays Ed Kemper is like amazing in it, right? Uh, and he's not—he's in it in the second season, but he's like barely in it. Uh, I think he's only in like one or two scenes, as opposed to like he was like a really big focus in the first season, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and he was like that standout role in there. But uh, and then. But it's like this season is like slow in the beginning, but it does kind of pick up a little bit more towards the end. But I definitely think it wasn't as good as this uh, second season or first season. But Aww. I still think it was like a really good watch. Like I think uh, they're setting it up for like a third season that I think can be really really good. Was uh did David Fincher did he like was he producing and directing? Um, a lot of the episodes in season two because he directed a bunch of them. Oh, I, that that is that is beyond what I. <laughs> okay, I'm just I curious. usually watch in like in like uh, films. I'm usually like the actors, but uh, the guy who plays Bill Tinch was really like he was more of a focus. Like actually, in this season, it seemed like uh, Jonathan Groff's character uh, mm-hmm. Ford. He, he was he, he was like out of the the three main. 
people like the psychiatrist, uh, right. Bill, uh, the guy that plays Tinch, and him. He was like the least interesting and least focused. Where as in the first season, it seemed like it was pretty much all about him. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, you, but yeah, he, he hi, definitely took a side side. Hi, hi did you see? Did you see any of the seasons? Did you see season? No, one? I oh, okay. want to. Yeah, I do. I, really think, want I, to. I think you'd really like it. Like, yeah, it's, it's it looks really, like my really kind good. of. It does really look like my kind of thing. Uh, it's it's very much. It's less on like the murders themselves, and the it focuses on like the 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 murderers, like the personalities and how they act, and like all the actors are like really really good in this. Like in this in second season, I think some of the the people they interview like briefly is like. Uh, uh, the son of Sam, uh, mm. the, the guy who plays uh, actually Manson. Uh, they they interview Manson, but mm. it's Charles the same Manson. guy that yeah, it's the same guy that plays him in the new Quentin Tarantino movie. Oh really? Yeah, oh, okay. he does look creepy looking. He looks like. Him. <clears throat> uh, and this one, it, it kind of focuses on like the uh, like uh, the Atlanta killer. I think it was like in the nineteen eighties. Oh uh, yes, uh, is it? Like, yes, I know what you're. We have a podcast all on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. But yeah, that that's that's who the main guy they're trying to catch in this one is. Uh, but uh, it's really good. I liked it a lot. Uh, I think what was it? there was another show that came out that I I binge watched a lot of. Um, I can't even think of it right now. But uh, also, like, I'm looking forward to the end of this month. Uh, the Dark Crystal comes out. Yeah, that's good about that. That's gonna be great. I've heard of, like it's, it's got it's gotten a lot of positive buzz. Yeah, it, it, but it's funny. So I hadn't seen like the original Dark Crystal in a really long time, mm-hmm. and so I'm I'm starting to watch it again, and it feels like the first half of the Dark Crystal is really slow. Like I was surprised like how much I actually didn't like it, but uh, <laughs> uh, but it is also like super dark in like the very very beginning, right. But uh, I'm I'm still looking forward to watching. Yeah, it's like it's, it it is like like it's one of those movies that you're just like this is a kids movie. Like, feel like they they brought kids to this. You know, they sold this to kids, and it's a bit like it's like that. And uh, God, what was the mouse? Secret of Nymph. Do you remember that Secret movie? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Like that's not a kids movie. You know, like I remember the first time I saw I, I saw that movie when I was like six years old, and it 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 scared me. I'm just like, oh my god, they 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 killed that mouse. There's blood. Coming out from like, I remember they crushed they crushed the the what was it the um, the patriarch mouse and you see blood coming from underneath oh, yeah, yeah. the rock and I'm just like what is happening? These are cartoons. <laughs> cartoons, That's a really good... cartoons don't bleed. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean those are movies that they're that when you watch them again, you're just like oh okay, like you look at them in a different a different prism and. You can appreciate them differently. Like Labyrinth, uh, I really like. I remember Labyrinth when I was a kid. I'm just like, oh, look at all the puppets moving, and and then watching it again, I'm just like, oh wow, this, this is kind of dark. It's yeah. a dark movie, but you can definitely yeah. appreciate the the artistry that went into it. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. I'm totally looking forward to Dark Crystal. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, and I remember the 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 other show was Glow. Like Glow season three just oh. came out, and I didn't realize it. <laughs> like I just kind of go on, and I see it's like right up there. It's like season three is like wait. When is this came out? Because that's like that's my second favorite Netflix show. Yeah, it, like, like, I, it literally I, premiered this week. I think it was like like yeah, fra- so, like last last Friday was when it came. So and uh, so I really I, I watched I wound up watching all like ten ten episodes in like five days or whatever, 
and I really like this this season. Uh, I still think that it's not a, just like Mindhunter. <laughs> the first and second season are better, okay? Just because I just I liked Allison Bree's character in the first season, and I liked I liked the episode in season two where it was like a glow episode, like a, a like an actual like, like an actual yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, I could, I've only seen season one, so oh, season season two is I think season two might be better than season one, mm-hmm. but season three is definitely like the third. place out of all of them but it's still really good it's still very compelling and they do set it up for like a fourth season that i'm i can't wait for that to come out too i mean i'll watch it when it comes out as soon as it comes out too so but glow i highly recommend that show yeah well that that actually that that actually reminds me of something so um what do you call the um not allison brie but the other character in glow the other I can't remember uh, the name now. Her name, uh, Betty, just 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 pin or something like that. Is her name? Gil, uh, Gilspin. 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 Yeah. yeah. So uh, I don't know if you heard about the news that they they had this movie that was going to come out and uh, the end. I think it was like the beginning of September or the middle of September, um, called Hunters, and it was supposed to be this movie. Oh man, I'm so I'm really annoyed that this yeah. is not being released. Absolutely, and there's the whole thing is that. Uh, the movie was supposed to be about like these people that get that they, they get they get kidnapped, right? They get kidnapped mm-hmm. and then they get released into the wild. And what they find out is that they're they're being hunted and they're being hunted in a game that's being thrown by the one percent. You know, all the rich mm-hmm. people get to hunt these people, kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And you know, it, it happened. It happened amidst like, of course, like these horrible shootings and everything. Um, but they oh. But, Oh yeah, yeah. That's but the one that got canceled, right? Yeah, they, yeah. Like, they pulled it off the schedule. Like they, they, they haven't like flat out said like we're never releasing the movie. But the fact is, they don't have a schedule for it now. There's no premiere for it, so you don't that know sucks. when this movie is going to be um, released, if ever, kind of a thing. And I mean, like I saw. I remember I was I was watching. I can't remember the movie where I was watching, but when I saw the trailer, I'm just like, oh my god, I am I'm, I'm so in. This movie looks so entertaining. You know, so when yeah. I saw that, and I was gonna like, I was gonna, um, I was gonna tell uh, Heidi and Fabian about it because I'm like, oh my god, this is totally movie we can all see together, uh, kind of a thing. And then it got canceled, and I'm just, I, I don't, I didn't know how to react, react to it, how to respond to it. Yeah, it's just so weird. Like, I, out of all like movies, why like that one? I mean, like, it sounds like I kind of like a Purge meets Hunger Games type thing. So. Yeah, you know, and the, it's just the fact that it's like it has to do with guns. Like, it doesn't, it that like from the the one. Like, truth be told, like, it was, like, the one little news snippet I watched, and they're just like, oh, you know, because there's guns involved, and then there's, you know, there's minorities being hunted. I'm just like, yeah, but in the trailer, there's uh, everyone. Like, there's minorities, there's yeah. white people, Asians, rich, poor. Like, they're all getting hunted, you know, kind of a thing. So, I, I just, uh, I, I don't it's, know what they were doing. It's just too far. That is just taking it way too far. Yeah. It's just mm-hmm. unnecessary. But oh well. But that just yeah, that just reminded me when you said when we were talking about glow. I really <laughs> because she's anyway. good. Like that, that that lady's good. She was in um, I was actually watching. She was in Stuber of all things, and I'm just like, oh, I know her from somewhere, you know. And I'm like, oh, okay, she was good in Stuber. Stuber to me was not the best movie, but it was entertaining enough. But anyway, I knew it. I knew yeah. it. Yeah. I wanted it to be good because I like I really uh, like Camille Nanjiani. I really like Dave Bautista. It looks so dumb. It, it was, oh, okay. Yeah, that's the one where like it's like a taxi Uber driver ride. and a cop. Well, yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> 
Well, actually, the third season, it focuses more on her than, like, uh, Ruth. Uh, Allison Bree's character. character. It's actually, right. like, the main focus. I have to say, out of all the wrestlers, she probably gets Betty's. That character gets the uh, most uh, spotlight on it. On okay. Her. I mean, yeah, like that, that makes sense. They're, they're both the main, they're like they're the, they're the main protagonists of the show, mm. right? I mean, like that's that's how they sold it in the first season. So I figured that was there. Yeah. Right. That's cool. Anything else, Robbie? Have you been watching? No, no, not really. <laughs> Nothing that I've been watching. No, I mean, that's good though. That's uh, the series. What about? And then you're doing um, Fire Emblem, playing Fire Emblem as far as gaming. Yeah, I, I I'm on my third playthrough of Fire Emblem right oh now. Oh my so, gosh! Like, <laughs> so that, I almost so, downloaded it the other day, actually. Oh, so good, so good. <laughs> thinking about it, and I'm like, I can't. I just that's a lot of time. I, it, it, and it was on sale. It was a good sale. It was really. Which, did you get anything for the sale? The summer clearance PlayStation oh, Store. Oh, Fire Emblem's not on like uh, PlayStation. <laughs> So you might be thinking about a different game. No. no. Wait, what am I thinking of? <laughs> I mean, Fire Emblem was a Nintendo was like, exclusive, so I know it wasn't on there. No, then what? Wait, then it's something that you played. Wasn't there like one with cartooniness to it? Dauntless? No. I mean, I'm sure there's something that car- cartoony games is kind of like my my bread and butter. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. But sure, like an anime game. Yeah, is that what like you're a- thinking? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Fire Emblem. I, I guarantee you, it was not Fire Emblem. If you on the PlayStation Store, <laughs> like, that, <laughs> it, it is a hundred percent a first party Nintendo franchise. <laughs> to figure out what in the hell it was that I thought that I had seen that I was well, gonna buy. If she if she needs to uh, have a few minutes to look that up, I can definitely tell you because I had like I've been talking to Andre a lot about like Fire Emblem. Like I said, I've you know it's a it's called like Fire Emblem Three Houses. I'm on my third playthrough mm. because I've uh, I've played the you know I I started with like the Black Eagles and then I moved on to the Blue Lions, which were the ones I was least interested in. And I'm finally on the Golden Deer, which is the one Andre's playing right now, which is kind of like the alliance of like the ragtag group of nobles. Oh. It, it's not like a, oh, they're the underdogs. Yeah, well, not underdogs, but they're not like uh, they're much more relaxed. Like the, the cast of characters is a lot more relaxed. The uh, the the main the main leader, like Claude, he's just kind of like a. Uh, I compare them like they're like the AV club of the school. <laughs> like they're not really like you know like as opposed to like the uh, so they're like, like the, student they're, body or something like that. That would be like the the Black Eagles. And so they're like thing. they're like the Ali Sheedies. Yeah. Uh, okay. They're just they're just like really relaxed, really like uh, eclectic group of uh, characters. They're all like nobles and commoners, as opposed to like a uh, again because because they're not ruled by like like a kingdom or like a king or an empire. They're just kind of like a group of nobles that banded together. Like they're much more relaxed and much more. Uh, I, they're probably more up to my speed. If I didn't play Black Eagles first, Golden Deer might have been my favorite my my favorite uh group 
but like I said, I'm still playing it. I'm loving it. Uh, it's like a game where as soon as I finish one playthrough, I want to like see the story of the other ones. And like the first half, because the game is basically separated into two parts. The first half is is basically the same. It's about 12 chapters, which takes probably about 30 hours. The first playthrough, it'll take you maybe about 15, 20 the second playthrough. You speed through everything. Uh, but that's the same more or less uh, for all three. But then, like, there is a part two, and that part two is vastly different, uh, especially compared to the, the first two houses I played, where it's like a, just a completely different story and different cutscenes and all that, which I really enjoyed. And I'm gonna keep playing it. I, I'm not gonna talk too much about it. <laughs> I think like with, without without Andre here to uh, to talk about it, I, there's no need. But I. Uh, but one thing I do feel like I was talking to Andre and said like I think like after this game I had to think about it a lot. Fire Emblem is probably my favorite Nintendo franchise right now. Wow! Like hands really? like, above yeah above Mario above what? that's crazy uh, above yeah. Legend of Zelda. It's just that because like here's that sounds like that's not, not hearsay. Oh, what was it? What's the word I'm thinking of? It's just bad. Heresy. Okay. Heresy. <laughs> thank, okay. thank you. Thank you. Heresy. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're close there, Christian, with he- hearsay and heresy. Hearsay. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually pretty good. Uh, but, uh, if, like but I no, said, I heard Andre said that you said that, then that would be hearsay. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, no, I mean, Fire Emblem is an old series. Obviously, it's not as old. I think right. it, like, debuted in, like, Super Nintendo, but... It's still like an older yeah. franchise, but it's just maybe as I've grown up, like, and I still love Mario and all those other series, but this this does have a little bit more mature theme to it, you know. And it's like attack, like I love tactical games like Final Fantasy Tactics and mm. Tactics Ogre, and that's the kind of gameplay this is, uh, along okay. with a, uh, I guess it, the anime style does appeal to me. Uh, just like the artwork i always like like really good artists but this has been like th- there's a lot of care in this everything is voice acted uh all the interactions of all the students and and the story has just been really good and, and the gameplay is fun and it just i haven't had this much fun in a game in a long time it is my it is my favorite switch game hands down okay like I mean, I've, right now I've probably put in 120 hours of this game. Like I've I've put in a lot of time in this thing. Uh, so what's a one playthrough? How many hours? So the first playthrough took me 60 hours. I think 60 hours, 60 or okay. 70 hours. The second one took me about 40 hours, and then now I'm on this playthrough, which is going slower because I'm playing it on a harder difficulty, but. As because I'm taking my time and I'm still enjoying it. Like I'm not rushing through very much of this game at all. Like okay. I'm really taking my time. I'm still talking to everybody, and I because the way it works is you can recruit everybody else from all these other factions or other houses, so mm-hmm. long as like you you uh, like they'll have a requirement. Say like I want I like spears. So if you if you build up your spears, you'll you'll be able to recruit them. Uh, so the second playthrough, I, I pretty much recruited everybody, but I don't use everybody. I just use my main house, Mm. but it's just the interactions between every single person. Like, like I said before, there's like 40 people in this game and they all feel unique that you all learn a lot about them. And I have, even in this third playthrough, I'm still learning a lot about the story about this world and these characters that I'm, 
I don't think there's one character in this game that I absolutely hated, like despised. Like even characters <laughs> I didn't like in the beginning, like for whatever reason, like they give off like a bad first impression. As you learn about these characters throughout the game, they really like grow on you. Uh-huh. Like, uh, and it's just it's been like a very fun game for me to play. Like, and if you like those types of tactics over games or anything like that, you you will enjoy this game. Like, even if like even if you don't like some of the rpg stuff but i mean even if you love rpgs this is like a perfect game for that it's and it's gotten like huge review like great reviews it's gotten like nines and 9.5s all across like all these other websites and stuff right it's not just me that likes it but (laughs) oh no yeah no my my i'm just more like oh wow like your favorite of all time you know because the way i was going to say it is is when i think about you know when i think about yeah like a, a series that's gone as long as fire emblem and has different different kinds of fire emblem different you know different quality like you know like which it's just like mario you know like who's ever disappointed by mario i know like i know oh, what was the, the last one the mario galaxy wasn't your favorite but mm-hmm. you know like there's no bad mario game i could really think of and i don't even still the mario odyssey i didn't think it was a bad game right. it was just maybe i was looking for something different than what i got like it did feel like it was more of the same, like which is great. Like a lot of people wanted that. I mean, there's a couple things I didn't really really like about it. Where is in like Mario 64, there was like 120 stars, so oh, they were right. all very focused. Yeah. Where in this game, there was like nine. There's like something like 900 moons to get, mm-hmm. and so it just it it took away when I was getting them like every two seconds. Like I didn't like that. Right. Right. I don't know. It's just, I I liked it to be a little bit more focused, but, uh, but no, I mean this game, I really enjoyed it. And I've played two other fire emblems quite a bit. And I actually, I was talking to Andre. I want to go back and play more. Like I've played so much of this game right now, but I haven't had enough. Like I want more (laughs) more fire. emblem. Like that's how much I've enjoyed this game. Mm. And so like I, I had the two on DS. I never beat them. I played quite a bit of them, but I want to go back to get those. Andre is telling me to play these other games, and I want to like play them. Like as soon as I'm done with the, because I think there's four paths in this game, uh, the three houses, and then there's one extra path. Uh, th- I'm going to do all four of them. Like I, I have no like desire to stop until I finish this game. Right. Uh, that being said, like there's a couple game like Catherine the. Full body edition comes out next month that I really oh, want right. to Catherine, play. Yeah. Uh, but even still, like I haven't had a desire to like play a different game besides this game, which is unusual for me because always there's something in the back like oh this game is going to come out soon or what whatnot. And but this I just I want to focus on this like more than anything else. That's, this is all I want to play, and I still want to just play more and more of this. And it does help that it's on the Switch where I can just easily pop it out of my. Uh, uh, dock and just take it on the go but it's just and it's it's perfect because like you can play it for like 10 minutes or like you know 45 minutes like because a battle usually lasts about 40 minutes or so so i've enjoyed it and i'm gonna keep playing more of it and uh yeah hands down it is it's probably my favorite franchise right now i mean that could always change but like the more i think about it the more i just really enjoy this game and like like i could wait on a mario game i'm not like i don't care but this like I can't wait for the next Fire Emblem after this because it just seems like they've improved each each one of them. And it is it is definitely my favorite Switch game. I've had more fun with this game than I have any other Switch game that I've played so far. Okay. So, I think we should totally have a me. discussion about like what's our favorite 
like when Andre when Andre is back and everything, we should have a discussion on like what our favorite franchise or favorite franchises because like there's mm-hmm. a lot out there. But yeah, I'd be curious to find out. It's cool that you're. It's cool that 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 that, that you like Fire Emblem so much. That it's done such a good job. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I'm so happy. So happy. And like I said, if you ever get a Switch, it is like on my like highly recommend <laughs> to get. Obviously. Yeah. But uh, I wonder yeah. what. what- freaking game it was i thought i'm pretty sure it's another game that you had talked about that you have played and i was looking at it and i just cannot remember Maybe zero time dilemma no it's not that definitely not that mm. but it's annoying me now i wish i knew it was very cartoony which is something i i remember and it was the it's which one is the one with the boy king or something Oh, Nino Kuni. That's Two. what it was. Oh my god. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. It's oh. Not even the same name. Wow. Not, oh, yeah. not, not even close. Not, <laughs> it was oh, Nino Kuni too. Wow. Not, okay. Not No No Kuni again. That's what it was. <laughs> That's what it was. I almost bought that because it was a good sale. But then I thought okay. I can't spend that much time on it. Right. Yeah. I got five games though myself. What did you, you yeah, get? What did you get? I got Resident Evil 2, the remake, which I really want to play. I got Zero as well, and it also comes with the first... It was like a bundle of two, so it comes with with Resident Evil Zero and Resident Evil. And I also bought the the bundle with all three Quantum Dreams games, so now I have Heavy Rain... uh, Beyond Two Souls and Detroit, and I got that for like eleven ninety nine. It was really cheap. I was awesome. very happy. Yeah, yeah, I was very happy with that purchase. And the last one that I got, I can't remember, but I'm very happy with those those purchases. So there you go. Have you have you been have you been playing anything? I'm actually so well. I've just started getting back into my gaming, and I just played through... Because I really want to finish Resident Evil 6, so I played Mm -hmm. through the third campaign with Jake and Sherry, and now I'm moved on to Ada. So I'm halfway through Ada's uh, campaign. And is she the last campaign? She is, yes. Okay. Yeah. So now now I've realized what is going on. And I've been wondering. I, Ada was always a weird figure to me because you never knew where her alliance was. Was she a mm-hmm. good guy or bad guy? She was always really weird. Yeah. So she kind of annoys me every time. And um, this time I was getting annoyed with her again. And then now that I'm playing <laughs> her campaign, I'm like, okay, all right, it explains some of it, but still. <laughs> it doesn't know? help. To, in my opinion, it doesn't help anything. <laughs> I just. Yeah. Uh... I don't know. I I, I thought uh, Ada has to die already. You know, give her like a good death yeah. and everything like that. But then, you know, you, we could retire that character. Right. That's what we I can think. Move on. It's like, we can move why on. Why is she making so much appearance instead of like a Jill Valentine? Why do I see more <laughs> Ada than I do Jill? You know, like it's, it's, it's like the so, Nina Myers of twenty four. Uh, it's yeah. like Ada, like where she just kept coming back in twenty four, and it was like, come on, just kill her off already so it's it's less about the uh as much as ada's in it but more like the lack of jail (laughs) when it It comes down to it it, well and also because ada's annoying yeah 
<laughs> well, just yeah, it just means like I could be having much more chill, but all I'm getting is more ADA. It doesn't make. Yeah, I, I, I suppose it's there's diminishing returns on uh, the same character being the mysterious uh, uh. character in, in, in Yeah, because in it's just like, it's like, oh, it's like, oh, what's ADA going to do? Oh, I wonder if she's going to betray, you know, if she's yeah. going to betray Leon's trust. Oh my God, she betrayed Leon's trust. This is, this is wild, you know, like, uh, yeah. After the fourth or fifth time or sixth time, it's yeah, like, Leon still like is Leon's in like, love with her, and you're like, what? yeah, what is wrong with you? What she has, you? she has a good heart. Oh my god, yeah. Well, so. But I did like I'm... Jake and Sherry's campaign. Actually, that is my favorite one. It was the one I was looking forward to the least because mm-hmm. I'm, I thought Jake just seemed really stupid. But now after that, I. It was the one I had the most fun with because there was more. It was more of a. So I guess for a traditional Risen Evil, it was probably the most like that, mm-hmm. like you know, in the mansion, figuring out puzzles in the rooms. Like I got more of that from that campaign as opposed to Chris's campaign, which was more like Resident Evil Five, which was a little more action shoot 'em up type of style, which I guess see, Chris I, Redfield is kind of like that. Brute. See, I think that's that's what made me fall out of like Resident Evil because like I like the clothes, like the mansion, like I like that closed yeah. area when you know once it starts going like global hopping to like Africa or somewhere else. Not that it, it, it can't be bad, good. But it's just I like the uh, the focus of just like one like small like you know uh, house or mansion or something like that. It's yeah, just, it's uh, more suspenseful. I, I it's yeah, like I actually more creepy. Yeah. yeah, and that's yeah. and that's the thing. Like it's just like I uh, it's it's kind of like what can you what can you do? You know, you can't do like a creep. I mean, you can't do a creepy mansion every time. You know, especially mm-hmm. if you're, especially if you have the same characters. And it's just like and the, they they went you know they tried to go bigger and bigger. You know, but the thing is, you don't, huh. it's a video game, so I get it. I get you have to go bigger and bigger. You want to have bigger bosses and bigger battles and everything. But for a game like Resident Evil, that's why, like, well, I was going to say, I went, I started playing Resident Evil 7 finally. And it's just, when you go from Resident Evil 6 to Resident Evil 7, the change is, like, amazing. It's but when you how talk, good yeah, is, like, Resident you, Evil 7 when you, to you? Yeah, when you, talk <laughs> about, when you talk about back to basics, you're just like, Oh my god, it's almost as basic as you can get, but in the best way possible because you are literally like a fish out of water. You have no idea what's going on. You know, you're st- you go to this you go to this um this this backwo- backwoods house, this backwoods not a mansion but a, but a, an estate. And I remember like Robbie was saying like it was a really good game and like really entertaining. I'm like, "Okay, cool. Let me let me finally check it out. Let me finally play it." And Heidi, like, I'm not going to say anything, of course, but just mm. the fact that you go in the house, all I'm going to say is you go in the house and all you have is a flashlight. <gasps> and I'm just like, and I I'm just love like, it. Oh, yeah, I'm like, oh my God, this game is amazing. Like that already sold me. I can't I, believe it. Yeah, I'm so the excited. moment I opened the door and all I had was a flashlight, I'm okay, that's it. I'm sold. You got me now. And yeah, it's been, I've only played about an hour of it, but it's, it's so good. I've, I've been, yeah. It's like, like, Okay. I'm not spoiling anything. I'm Don't just gonna give dare. you a quick thing. I, I promise <laughs> I won't. All it is is basically like the main character. You're just a guy that is going to. His wife went missing. She she went on an assignment somewhere, and you get an email from your wife that's been missing, saying come help. Like she sounds distressed, and you she says do not come here. 
whatever you do, do not come here. So naturally, he goes to try and find her. He's not like he's not like a stars agent. He's not a cop or anything like that. He's just <laughs> this, like a guy that wants to go find his wife. That's right. missing. Yeah. Yeah. And so you track down to this, you know, you find out where she went. Okay. Uh, and then that's it. Like, that's all I will tell you about it. But okay, it's just, okay, okay, okay. It's very good. Like, it's first oh, person, right. you know, as opposed to, like, third person. Which right. I thought I wouldn't like, but it, it actually works creepier. really well. Yeah. yeah, it looks really, it, okay, works good. really well. And and I, I loved all the whole section of like in this man it's similar it's like a mansion type thing where it scales it back down there's no giant like corporation in here you have to like find this mysterious stuff it's it's more just like mostly about the place you're in and the the three or four people in this it's almost like a texas chainsaw massacre or like a um the House of a Thousand Corpses, where like the main <laughs> main yeah. antagonists are like a family, but also it, once again okay. in a good way, in a good way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very good. Like I, as much as I have shit on like Resident Evil in the past, or at least the later up things, and how I fallen out when I played this, I was very happy with it, and you'll like it a lot, Heidi. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for you to start playing it. Oh my gosh, I'm very excited about it now. Mm-hmm. Yay! That, well, I'm almost you, done with Resident Evil Six, yeah, so. and that's why I told you you have to have like the lights off or like very low light because I tried playing it during the day and I just had like I had just a little bit of sunlight going in my room. I'm like, no, this is not doing it for me. And I, yeah. I, and I exited the game. I didn't play it again until it was nighttime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you have like a like headset or something like that, just or like really good sound system, it it also like helps a lot. So, because uh, I remember I played this game like in the dead of night like with like a uh headset on and i was like it was really creepy like i, I really enjoyed it all right uh, yeah please Excellent. I, I am excited to hear y- your your opinion of this game oh yeah <laughs> i'm excited so yeah, that's, what I, that's what i've been playing is resident evil 7 cool nice. yeah so and as for have you been as for, as for what I what I've been watching, I watched a couple of shows. Um, I like I like I'm, I I love the martial arts. Like I, I I've been doing martial I, I did martial arts for almost all my life, but uh, they did they did this Netflix show called Wu Assassins that has mm-hmm. um, Eco Awise, and he's like from the Raid movies. He's a really talented. Um, I love Ind- those movies. Yeah, Indonesian martial arts. The Raid movies are amazing. This show. Not amazing. <laughs> I was really? so disappointed because I'm just like, okay, it's going to be – because like the action the, – the worst part is, is like the martial arts is really good. The action is shot really well. Everything else is just so messy. Like the story uh-huh. is messy. The acting is actually not bad because you actually have some quality actors in there, but they're given crap. They're like they're, – they're just given this convoluted mess of a story and not – and it's just uh, – I, I – I had to watch it. I wanted to support the actors. I wanted to support Eco Wise, but like I hope the show doesn't doesn't come back because it just was it was so rough. But on the plus side, they finally released on Hulu. They they put the the first season of um, What We Do in the Shadows. The F- oh! yeah, I saw it on yeah. that. I haven't watched it yet, yeah, but I just FX noticed series. it was on that. Yeah, so I watched the first three episodes. And, you know, like, some people are just like, oh, you just want to watch the movie again. And I get it. The movie was amazing. I love the movie. But I was able to separate it. And, like, it's good. It's entertaining. You know, I'm looking forward to watching the rest of the season. 
Uh, and it's just, it's funny. Not as funny as the movie, but they get to stretch it out a little bit more and develop the characters a little bit more. So uh, I dig it. They have this one thing that I really, I was like, I didn't know how I was going to feel about it, but they have this one character that's an energy vampire. <laughs> And it's like it's it's this guy essentially that he can you know he could walk in the sun he doesn't have any of the weaknesses of the, of the vampires but what he does is that he steals energy he makes you feel drowsy and you know like like low energy and the, the oh. way he does it he does it two ways he does it by boring you with it by by inane conversation or mm. by or by annoying you so if he does either of those things it gives off energy and he feeds off of it and <laughs> it's really it, they use it to really good effect because he said he's the only kind of vampire that could feed off of other vampires so the, all the other vampires in the house they don't they don't like him because when they talk to him they know that he's feeding on them it's really it's played oh, off really wow well. okay it's really, yeah, it's really it sounds fun. good Oh, yeah, one more thing I forgot. Have you guys watched the new uh, Rocco's Modern Life? Um, no. Like mini movie? No, it's in my it, it's 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 in my queue just for really? nostalgia. Because I don't remember it. I actually don't remember Rocco's Modern Life that well. You know, of course I remember he's you know Australian and he's a he's a kangaroo, but I really don't remember so, the show. He's he's a wallaby. A wall. Sorry, see, that's he's a wallaby. Shit. That's right. But. <laughs> yep. But yeah, no, I I was surprised because I did watch because I was like, okay, Rocco's. I remember liking Rocco's Modern Life when I was uh, a kid. You know, I was like Nicktoons. But I watched this and it got like pretty good reviews from everybody. But I watched it and I was just I was bored with it. Like, oh yeah, I really did not like it at all. Mm. Like, I, I I was very disappointed because I feel like that like in the beginning it was like the jokes were like you know. There was a lot of jokes making fun of like modern technology that I kind of have seen before, and it just it happened really quickly. And I don't know, I was very disappointed with the story, and I could have I kind of saw where the story was going from the very beginning, so it was it was kind of like just a little bit boring. And I was really looking forward to it too. But okay, the other one that I was interested about that, like, because I've never seen the show, but they didn't they do like um, they did an Invader Zim movie too. Yeah, are they planning one? I'm not sure, but. Yeah, that also just got released. Okay, I know a lot of people like Invader Zim, but I've never seen it. Mm-hmm. Rocco's yeah, Modern good. Life was like my least favorite of the the Nicktoons. They should bring back Rugrats and Doug. That's what my, I want to see. Doug was my Doug was up there for me. It was like number mm-hmm. one or two. Rugrats mm-hmm. would be it would be between Rugrats and Doug. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Rocco's Modern Life was that one that I was like, I guess I'll watch it. It's the only thing on. Like, I remember being like that about it. <laughs> I remember I, I liked Rocco's Modern Life quite a bit, but uh, I, I was surprised there was only two seasons of it. Like, oh, I uh, thought it was more. Yeah, that should tell you wow. a lot. That should tell you a lot about Rocco's Modern Life. Oh. I, the, the ones I didn't like were actually like the later ones, like uh, Hey Arnold. I didn't like. At I all. didn't like that. Ah, uh, Real Monsters. I loved Ah, Real Monsters. That oh. one was probably my favorite. Like, I liked Ah, Real Monsters a lot. I bet but, Crumb uh, was your favorite. <laughs> I know I like Slick or Ickis. Like, it was Ickis, Crum, and Obelina. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, I, I like actually. I think at the time I didn't like Ren and Stimpy, but oh, I was more, about to say, let's bring back Ren and Stimpy. I'd rather. The watch. more I talk to your brother afterwards, the more like I began to appreciate like Ren and Stimpy. Yeah. And, uh, it was definitely at, at the time it just wasn't uh, a show I liked, but right now now I do a lot more though. But uh, yeah, I mean, Nick Tunes, 
Doug, Doug, I had to say was probably my favorite. Right. Life. I just, I really like Doug I a love lot. That. Yeah. <laughs> I just love it. I think that he's so, he's one of the, my favorite voice actors too. Like he, Billy West. Yeah. Yes. I just think it's, I appreciate him. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have either well, of you played or heard of Erica? PS4. No, I, it just came out. I mean, I heard yeah. of it. But, so basically what it is, is it's almost like a choose your own adventure type. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's like a full motion video yes. uh, game, I guess. I'm very uh, interested real, I guess in it. Really huh. But yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's like 10 bucks. It's like nine ninety nine. I think. Yeah, uh, I think I might. They say it take, it, it's one of those things where they say it takes about, you know, an hour and a half yeah. to two hours to play, but you can do like multiple playthroughs to get like different uh, endings and stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's like basically like a movie that you play. So uh. yeah, but if you, you get that, well, let me know. I am interested in hearing what your opinions of it were. Yeah, but, I was, uh, I'm, I'm interested in it. It's like, it, it's got me because the premise sounds very cool. So what's uh, what's the premise of it? It's like um, I guess she. It's the girl wakes up to from a dream where she sees her dad's murder, I suppose. Okay. Like, okay. and um, yeah, that's all. That's kind of what I know. But <laughs> <laughs> but the choose your own adventure. I mean, like I'm I'm attracted to just that part, and then I'm like, right. okay, I'm in. Mm, I'm right. in, and that's yeah. But I love the choose your own adventure uh, thing. So. That's why I was thinking I I would check it out, and I did thought you guys, maybe you knew more. Yeah, did you guys ever check out the uh, what was it Bandersnatch from? Um, it's Black like Air? yeah, there's some compare comparisons to that too. Okay, that's yeah. Uh, yeah. I ha- I haven't watched Bandersnatch, but again, I'm not like a um, uh, what is that series called? Um, uh, Black Mirror Netflix series. Yeah, Black Mirror. Like I haven't really gotten into it because. <laughs> I just feel like it's a show. Like I, I don't want to be depressed. Yeah, like, you know? yeah so, I get it. I kind of stayed away fair. from it. Like I totally get it. <laughs> but totally it's, get it's, it. it's 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 worth a watch. Black Mirror is so good. Well, for the most part, it's like eighty percent. No, eighty five percent. I can appreciate that it's like a really good show and it makes you think and all that. But I also like you know sometimes like, I got enough shit in my life that I, I I don't need to be like depressed watching a show. Like I very much I am very much one of those guys that I like the escapism of like high fantasy and all that right. other stuff. I'm like oh, I watch. I want to enjoy things. Yeah. Like, uh, there are times that I do watch like really like creepy stuff. Like uh, like I said, Mindhunter is definitely the thing. Like and I yeah. I listen to like several like. Uh, true crime podcast like uh last podcast on the left and oh, my favorite murder yeah so well that, those are that, very I get, different I my, yeah <laughs> I, and even still those are kind of like uh it, it sounds bad they're a humorous way to deal with they the are very like uh the you know the monstrosities the of the world. Like, yeah they, they're put through a certain filter that makes it palatable for yes, me let's put it that way it. as opposed to as opposed to what i've seen of black mirror where it's just pretty much all like oh, yeah. dr- doom and gloom and dread like that's true that's true you yeah. should definitely watch what we do in the shadows then <laughs> oh no yeah, i, I love the movie uh, the, the movie i love like, yeah i remember when you watched it and then oh. the one of your favorite lines was that the werewolves. The werewolves. Yeah. Werewolves. <laughs> We're werewolves, not swearwolves. 
Uh, wait, <laughs> when it. is it coming out? When's their their like werewolves version coming out? It's actually so initially or originally it was supposed to be there's they're supposed to be in pre production, but oh. then you know like Taika Waititi got huge. You know, yeah. and now that he's doing, now he's doing, um, right. what's, well, the one uh, Jojo Bunny. It's I a, really want to see that. Yeah, movie. which looks really, <laughs> really good. Have you seen the trailer for Jojo Bunny? No. Oh my God. So it's uh, basically, it's like, a, it's this kid who, um, he's dealing with, you know, he's dealing with being a kid and he mm-hmm. has an imaginary friend and his imaginary friend is Adolf Hitler. Oh God. And, and Adolf Hitler is played by Taika Waititi. Well, it's it okay. Like it takes place during it takes place in Germany, and it takes place during like World War Two era. And basically, the mother of the child is harboring uh, a young Jewish girl, huh. and so it's it's more than just that. But it's like, yeah, his imaginary friend is Adolf Hitler, like, and it actually stars like the mother is uh, Scarlett Johansson. Okay. Yeah. So, so. Uh, but it. I mean, it looks. Really, it looks like, interesting. Yeah, so like you got JoJo Bunny, and then of course he's already been tapped for for Thor for Love and Thunder, and then after that yeah. he's supposed to go. He's supposed to work on uh, Akira. So his what? slate is yeah, his slate is full. Oh Man, that's, uh, I just I, I don't know. I've never been a fan of Akira. Like I, just, I could I appreciate Akira for what it was yeah. at the time. You know, I definitely appreciated the movie, but. Uh, yeah, like people, people think it's like the greatest anime of all time, and I'm not, I, mm. I'm not gonna put that there at all. <laughs> no, neither would I. I don't know what I would say the greatest anime of all time is, but I know it's not Akira. Mm. Oh, but yeah. just, but August 25th, I think it's 25th, 26th, and 28th, they're doing the, uh, I think Studio it's Ghibli. Yeah, I think it's like the 30th anniversary of my neighbor, my neighbor Totoro. So they're really? doing. A, yeah, they're doing a fathom of they're doing a fathom event, so they're gonna show it in theaters for those three days, and I'm definitely I definitely gonna try to 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 watch it because that's like my favorite Ghibli movie. Aww, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan. Spirited uh, away. Yeah, I I think I don't know because my neighbor Totoro is I don't feel it has a plot <laughs> like yeah and i don't mind just, i don't mind that that's the thing like i'm completely fine with it you know but i am so i i as probably because i haven't seen porco rosso uh oh porco rossi yeah so i like so uh, spirited away and house moon moving castle mm-hmm. uh i think what is it princess mononoke makes me angry like i don't like I think that was a beautiful in the movie. Theaters. Yeah, yeah, I remember how. Do you yeah. remember how angry I was at the end of that movie? Yeah, I think like, we all were disappointed be, with it actually. And I remember like, because that is what I think that is widely one of his most popular movies. But the problem I had with it, and I remember what it was, yeah. it was at the end the Princess Mononoke character and the boy character. Like he said, he couldn't be with her because he was like civilization, and she was like the wild nature but he was never like the civilization he was like the in between between it like because it was the the what was it mini driver's character the, the the you know the one lady that was hunting the beast yeah, killed yeah. The beast. yeah yeah and then it was princess mononoke on the other side and i just i got so angry at that movie it was, it's almost as bad as like the ending of like final fantasy 10 for me like I was ranting for a long time <laughs> after that but uh hmm. I, probably my actually my favorite uh, 
movie or not movie but studio ghibli movie and i've only seen it once and i will never see the movie again which is uh, uh great great graveyard yeah. and fireflies don't talk like, about i can't movie. i can't watch <laughs> that uh, movie again yeah but no, just no, like that it. and like that and perfect blue are like two animes that i love uh, but i will never watch more than once oh, perfect <laughs> blue? oh my gosh i love yeah. that one yeah. perfect blue was good perfect blue was really good graveyard of the fireflies is just you're just a- you're just asking for someone you're asking for someone to keep on punching you. I'm just gonna keep on punching you in the face, and then the moment that you think I'm gonna stop, I'm gonna punch you harder. You know, like it's yeah. ugh, I can't. I, yeah, that's just a movie that, that at the end you do not feel great about. But uh, like another movie that I like that is I don't think it's either one of them. Uh, uh, but I really like uh, Tokyo Godfathers, which I think Heidi, you've seen that movie too. Yeah, I, I haven't seen that. That that it's is like a the much baby more positive. That they find. Yeah, yeah. It's basically like three uh, homeless people find yep. a baby, and they are mm-hmm. trying to find like the. I don't know if they were trying to adopt her or just trying to find the parents of the baby. Uh, uh, yeah, and just that was like a very heartwarming, good, like really good animation in that movie. But mm-hmm. I liked the characters a lot in it. It was good, but the, the Ghibli movie I want to I want to go back to and watch again is I only saw it one time. But I remember really liking it was um, the Cat Returns. I haven't seen yeah. any of those movies, but yeah. Uh. But yeah, uh, that's been that's been the uh, anime minute here. On, on you mean the, the, the anime right. minute? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! But uh, I think that's uh, that's pretty much going to wrap up our show for the day. Uh, I know yeah, we didn't really do so. any news. I think this week is Gamescom, so I think. I'm it was thinking like a next catch week. up on what we're up to, yeah. basically, yeah. kind of episode. Yeah. Yeah, and plus, then, like, by so like, the next time we'll we talk... we get back into the games. Yeah, D23 will be done also. We could talk about D23 and all those yeah, g- things Gamescom and, you know, of course, we have the, the sad news of Spider-Man. Uh, yeah, looking we'll into that we'll for sure. But, uh, Star Wars. I'm, they, sure, they I'm, sure that's, I'm sure that's another Marvel movie Heidi hates that <laughs> she hate feels, it. feels nothing between them. <laughs> yeah, I hate it. They released the it. price points for Star Wars. That's something to talk about, too. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah, the Star Wars uh, experience. Still want to try and make it. But, uh, I mean, yeah, not, we definitely yeah, not August 29th, maybe, but yeah, definitely <laughs> want to make it. Well, yeah, I think that's going to wrap it up here for this episode of Side Scrolls. All right, cool. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. All right, that was awesome. See Everybody, you. thank you for coming. Good Bye-bye. night. Bye, guys. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode of Side Scrolls. We really appreciate it. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like, rate, subscribe, and share to all your friends and family. And if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, please contact us at our email, sidescrolls at gmail.com, or tweet us at sidescrollspod. We're excited and looking forward to evolving and growing our humble podcast together with you guys. Thanks, and have a great day.